The house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this concert a little bit. Did I rush it? Felt like I rushed it. was good. I liked it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. What's up? With us on the ones and twos, Joseph Ascani. Yo, yo. This is going to be our Saints schedule breakdown. We're going to go through each opponent, give you our prediction for the season, what we expect to happen. Uh, we're also going to recap the golf tournament a little bit and then just kind of talk about a couple things that we got going on in the uh, sporting world. Uh, won't be a crazy long episode, but um, I don't know. I have... I have a positive prediction on the Saints season. Uh, I've definitely been known to be an optimist, but we will see. We'll, we'll dive into it and see if we're all on the same page. But before we do that, um, what's new? Anything? We did. We recorded an episode uh, what, what, a week ago. Mm-hmm. It's our second annual episode with the Barreros that probably might not ever get aired, <laughs> but there will be some clips aired for sure. Um, what do you think about that? No, I was telling them we're going to have to release an album one day. Yeah. Of the unreleased podcast the night before the golf tournament. Yeah. Yeah, I know. A whole a whole compilation of... Yeah, it's definitely not a, a full episode that should be released. But, <laughs> but there's some good clips throughout. Um, we got into the smelling salts, and that was a fucking... That was a poor decision, for sure. Dude, it rocked my world. Oh, yeah. It rocked my world. It, I, I went way too deep on the first one. Um, your little like one-liners after were so funny. No, that show was some of them you don't finish. You're like, oh my, yeah. And then <laughs> nothing after. No, at one point he go, he goes, he was laughing to himself, and he goes, that did not just happen. Dude, yeah. I was fucking dying. It was crazy though because we know how intense it is when you dive in, and oh, Jesse yeah, put his right. fucking whole <laughs> nose in it. We all immediately were like, oh my god. I, I was like, he's dead. He's gone. No, that was it. Was brutal. I was I fun. felt like I got fucking punched in the front front cortex of my brain. It was bad. It was really bad. Um, I'm getting blown up on Twitter right now, dude. Did you see? I I posted some guy posted about Urban Meyer and how one of the one of the bigger pages said how Urban Meyer called Joe Burrow a D two quarterback at best and said he throws like a girl and blah 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 and one guy said imagine not realizing this was Urban Meyer's classic way of motivating players I said he motivated him to leave and go win a national championship with LSU and it just opened the floodgates I'm talking dude just just people going crazy Ohio State fans arguing <laughs> I can't even keep up with it but they're like it was the right decision Dwayne Haskins was the better quarterback it's like clearly not. Clearly not. Rest in peace to Dwayne Haskins, but clearly not. They're like, why didn't he? uh..." Their argument is, well, he sucked in 2018. So my argument is, did he, do you think he just figured out from January, what we play UCF on New Year's, the New Year's Six, from January till seven months later, he went from 16 touchdowns to 60 touchdowns, or was it the scheme? Mm-hmm. Was it the offensive scheme or was it his ability? Like, clearly the ability was there. But yeah, they're they're passionate. They're passionate about about that. They made the right choice. Yeah, no, he would have done the same 
thing at Ohio State. Well, that's why I asked him. I asked the person that I was going back and forth with, which it's 20 of them, but this one specifically. I said, take the roles in reverse and put Haskins in LSU, put Joe Burrow in, on Ohio State's team in 2018. I said, whose numbers do you think are better? He said he thinks that they would be pretty much the same. I said, shut the fuck up. What do you th-? And he's like, well, look at who we had in 2019. He's got two of the top three wide receivers in the NFL. I was like, they were on the team the year before. What are we talking about? Yeah. Like, they were there. I don't understand it. Well, I don't think Joe would have done what he did at LSU when he was at Ohio State and whatever year that was. I mean, they have guys, too. Yeah, though. no, he would have. I think he would have. He would have just been better in 2018. Yeah. And then been they would have won the national championship in 2019 if Joe Burrow would have stayed. That's what I'm saying. Am I crazy? Like, they, they – I get what you're saying, well, because but – he got so much better in that one year. Like, what, no, what but, was the year uh, where uh, nope, nope, he lost to Florida? Yeah. And he threw, like, three picks that game. See, but you're coming from their angle. He didn't just get so much better. The scheme evolved to sure. a more of a passing offense. Yeah, he was offense. good in 2018, I yeah. thought. Yeah, no, he, he definitely showed the flashes of, like – that's what I think people think, like, when you say – He's going to win the Heisman Trophy in 2019. That wasn't just like a homer, like ah, we'll bet on it. Like it, there were there were signs there, and it was a it was a perfect aligning of all the stars with Joe Brady coming in, and they're now they're going to a more like spread offense, and we're airing the ball out more. But yeah, in 2018 we didn't do that. It was fucking. Right. He was not set up for success. Right. So, but yeah, I get what you're saying. It was night and day in terms of like there were times where he it, it, in 2019. He didn't make a fucking single mistake. It no, felt like. he had what two picks, maybe four picks. No, he had six. 60, six? 60 touchdowns yeah, and which six is interceptions. Incredible. Um, so he made more mistakes in 2018, but it was the offensive scheme, and it was it was everything that if you put him on Ohio State with their offensive scheme and their weapons and and all of that, that's what my point is. He didn't just grow into this otherworldly quarterback in six months. That ability was there. You no, don't, the ability was there for sure. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. And, but also his his meant, his ability to process defenses just didn't grow that much in six months. Like he, all of that was there. He just was not in the right scheme. If he would have been put in the scheme, like like Nick saying in 2018, he would have he would have done the same thing. In everybody that plays quarterback for Ohio 18. State puts up good numbers. Cardell Jones put up fucking good numbers. Like, yeah, literally everybody. Braxton Miller, they convert him to a wide receiver, but that was like they had a the three-headed monster of Braxton Miller, JT Barrett, and Cardell Jones, who's going to be the quarterback? They're all good. It's like, are they all that good? Or is the scheme fucked? Do they just mm-hmm. have guys? Like, He doesn't do that. He doesn't do 2019 LSU when he was with Ohio State, though. That that year is not happening. I don't know, dude. Not a year like that, no. I, I don't know, because Mac Jones did it what, with what Alabama pretty he? close the very what next year. What year was he that year? What do you mean? What, a sophomore? What? No, he had to be, what, a junior? He graduated from Ohio State, and then was, yeah. he was a grad transfer. But he had two years of eligibility yeah. or whatever. He had no starting experience, right? At that no. Point. He, he threw, I looked it up, he threw a combined, I think it was 39 passes. He had two touchdowns, no picks. He got no opportunities. No, he didn't have an opportunity, right. But he did break his hand. He I got hurt. That experience helped a little bit, like the whole season at starting at LSU before that led up. Yeah, but our to our, that, our that argument year. is that experience was, was on a team that was not set to produce offensively. If you put him immediately, like maybe he has some growing pains in the first couple games, saying, but yeah. he's going to fucking light it up at He'll Ohio show State. Show that eventually, like in two yeah. weeks, max. No, I agree with like that. I, 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 like he said, you think he wins? They win the national championship in 2018. 
you don't just have the greatest. Well, yeah. Well, in 2019, for sure, they were a playoff team. Yeah. Ohio they State. should have beaten Clemson. We yeah. should have been playing Ohio oh, State. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. We were at the casino watching that, weren't yeah. we? Yeah, but Fields transferred from Georgia yep. to Ohio State, and then that was their quarterback 2019. And I think that's kind of a good example. But they had Alave, Garrett Wilson. I mean, that's kind of a good example, too, there. Look at Justin Fields. Justin Fields is looked at as a fucking Jalen Hurts, a lesser-passing Jalen Hurts quarterback in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. He lit it the fuck up at Ohio State. Like, what did he, how many touchdowns did he have? Over 40, he had to. He was a Heisman finalist yeah. with Burrow. And so he's a guy who leaves Georgia, goes to Ohio State, and and all of a sudden they've got a, whatever, top five pick. Um, Wait, so what it's did more, Urban Meyer say? Urban Meyer used to – the the whole purpose of the post was like Urban Meyer would tell him, like, you're a D2 quarterback at best. And he said, you throw like a girl. And he's doing that, like, like beat him down to bring out the best in him, I guess. That's what the fan was trying to say. Like, he said, imagine not knowing oh. that this is his way of, of – motivating and that's why i said you motivated him to go to lsu and win a national championship like you motivated him right out the door and the guy was i don't know just he was saying dumb shit about like you you don't know what you're talking about and blah 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 urban meyer is one of the best collegiate offensive coaches of all time and or the best offensive coach of all time and then i just put the i put a gif of urban meyer in a jaguars (laughs) outfit and it says touchdown on it like he's celebrating the touchdown in jacksonville and he said are you 13 years old I'm like oh are you mad <laughs> yeah it's like dude you didn't make the right decision they, they love to say that like oh what would you make the right decision for six months you don't know that you made the right decision because you didn't win a national championship and then we did and then one guy was like you wasted him in 2018 i literally said no no soul on the planet is go- after 2019 is going man what a wasted opportunity we had in 2018. Like, what the fuck? What logic is that? Yeah. God, we really missed out on our chance in 2018. But, yeah, so my phone's going bananas right now. Um, couple things going on in the sports world. Lakers are down 3-0 to the Nuggets. Is it 3-0 or is it 2-0? It's 3-0. It's 3-0. Okay, it's last yeah. Night. I made a bet with Dave. He didn't want to place a, a mon- He didn't want to bet money, so I bet him jerseys. So I said, I said, Dave, if the Lakers win the national, I mean, if they win the NBA championship, I will give you three jerseys of your choosing. And then I said, if they don't win, you have to buy me a Dirk Nowitzki jersey. Because we were talking about, we've been having the GOAT conversation, Michael Jordan, <laughs> LeBron James. And I, I'm like, dude, he fucking lost to Dirk Nowitzki, an old ass Dirk Nowitzki. That was the first year of the not five, not six, not seven. I was hyped. I was a LeBron fan. And I, and I'm. He's the second best. I'm not going to sit here and say, like, oh, LeBron sucks. Like, but they just they move the goalposts. They 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 they're like, it's year 20. He broke the scoring record. I'm like, yeah, that's because it's year 20. They're like, Michael Jordan didn't play 20 years. I'm, I'm like, yeah, because he played four years at North Carolina, at least three. And they're like, talking about the early years of LeBron's career and like, yeah, well, he had growing pains. Came right out of high school. I'm like, you don't get to pick and choose. Like, oh, he didn't play in college. And then use that for a positive and a negative aspect. Like, I don't know. They, we've been going back and forth for a while. But I was like, game four against they, they had a two to one lead. They could have took a three to one series lead, have a chokehold over the Mavericks. He scored eight points. What are we talking about? Yeah, he scored eight points. If Chris Bosh doesn't get a rebound and kick it out to the greatest three point shooter of all time at that time, he, he has one less ring. What are we talking about? Mike, and I used to be, I don't know, I, I've, I've turned over a leaf from a decade ago. I used to be in that LeBron camp, but 
you can't argue six finals, six finals MVPs, never going to a game seven. You just can't do it. So I know John's a big LeBron guy. I would love to have that. Come. We might have to have him on one day. We might have to have him on one day because I, I need a I need a fresh debate on the topic. It's the same shit, though. No, I know, but it, you can't make it make sense. There's just no leg to stand on to say he's better. There's not. You you lost to Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, he's not better at winning. He got bodied by Deshaun Stevenson. That's the point to play the game, not to... Well, not not only that, Jordan averaged thirty for his career. Yeah, he fucking averaged more than that in the finals. Like, there's just he's just not better. He's the second best. I I don't I don't know what I don't know what to tell everybody. But yeah, so they're down three zero, potentially about to get swept by the Nuggets. Um, and I might get a Dirk Nowitzki jersey. I might have to switch out. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I didn't even. Did you even notice? No. Still doesn't notice. Me? Yeah. Do you notice anything different? Is it right in front of my face? Yeah. 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 It's smacking you in the face. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm <with> fucking <laughs> sweat and tears went into this. What? Drew? Dude, dude, they're all framed. Oh, they weren't framed? Before? No, they were not even close to framed. Oh, nice. There's more uniform foam in between. Oh, shit. Come on. Yeah. That took a lot of... I had to measure the length of the wall, and I had to measure... I, I did it so backwards. I'm not a contractor. <laughs> but I measured the the size of each jersey case. For everybody just listening and not watching, uh, I framed the jerseys on the wall, so we now have four jersey cases. Um, so I measured the length of the wall, then I measured each jersey case, and then I measured the distance of that jersey case from the wall... And so I said, okay, I need that much, but it doesn't work out because it, I just spitballed over there in that corner. So I had to shorten it a little bit to make sure they're evenly spaced. It's as fucking close as it's going to get for me doing it like on my own and, and not having any any experience and being bad at math. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it, it's it's yeah, you didn't even notice it was. It's pretty good. It's incredible. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, oh. that series is over for sure. Yeah, it fucking should be. If not, no. then God damn it, they're going to talk about LeBron being the goat. Yeah, 3-0? Yeah. I don't think anybody's ever come back from 3-0. No. 3-1, th- yes. 3-1, yeah. 12 times 3-1. 3-0, never. So. That's not happening. The series is over. The Nuggets are winning the NBA championship. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. The two teams in the East are good. No. The Heat and the Celtics are good. I think no, the Celtics the Celtics are going to make it a series. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, we'll see. Um. But yeah, second best player of all time got a tippy cap to him. But might get swept by the Nuggets with a guy who can't jump six inches off the ground. And Jokic. <laughs> um, also, too, the PGA Championship is going on right now. I gave out my picks for it on the Big Easy Bets TV YouTube page. If you didn't watch it, we have Brooks Kepka, 21 to 1 odds. He has the outright lead going into, uh, well, I mean, we're in Sunday right now. He tees off in about 45 minutes. See if he can hold on. But we're on Xander Shoffley watch right now. Xander Shoffley is tied for 24th. He's two under on the round. We bet him top 20, top 10, and a small amount to win. But we bet our ass on top 20 and top 10. So we need Xander Shoffley in a big way. You're listening to this right now. You can go back and check the final standings and see uh, where we ended up and see if I got pissed off or not. But he's right there. He's tied 22nd. If he can just squeak into the top 20, I'm going to come out okay. We'll break even on Xander Shoffley, and then we need Kepka to win. 
but we will see. He's on the back nine. Still still two under on the round. One more birdie will put him in the top 20. And the way it could shuffle, it could go to top 10 if other people start struggling. But another major, we're in contention on Sunday. So we'll see what happens. If you're not subscribed to the Big Easy Bets TV YouTube page, go ahead and do that. If you're just listening on the audio, uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, that's fine as well. But go head on over there, hit subscribe, help us out. Uh, so we had our our golf tournament, the second annual Big Easy Bets charity golf tournament. It was a good turnout, a better turnout than last year. Last year was a good turnout, but it was just slightly more. I think we had one or two teams more. We're certainly going to have more to donate to the New Heights Therapeutic Riding Center. We're still kind of we're waiting on a couple things to come in. Um, looking at probably presenting them a check probably next week. Um, but yeah, I will say, uh, what were your what were y'all's overall thoughts? on the tournament like obviously we've talked about stuff um behind the scenes but not including that just y'all's personal thoughts it was hot yeah <laughs> you talking about the temperature yeah, it was yeah. way hotter the year before i don't know it was overcast i think the sun did a lot of people in I, oh yeah that's actually funny you say that i got the worst migraine ever that night i we went back we got back to the house unloaded all the shit y'all left and then I was feeling well enough. I took a shower. I told Lindsay, like, clearly I wasn't feeling bad at this point. I said, let's go get Chick-fil-A. We're just going to chill. Dude, in the Chick-fil-A line, my head started fucking pounding so bad. Like, the I was, like, sensitive to light. I never get migraines ever. I drank a decent bit at the beginning of the tournament and then didn't drink at all after that, but I didn't drink any water. I think you grabbed it. No, that was the round before, I think, when you had the couple bottles of water. So I don't think – I didn't drink any water out there. And then, uh, dude, I paid the price for it. It – really fucked me up i had to like i got back from chick-fil-a didn't eat any of the food just went to bed it was horrible i, I never get migraines ever yeah migraines suck um so yeah for, so from that from my personal standpoint this year was way more um not like just a couple more aggravating things along the way mm-hmm. i mean that included uh we get to the course and then the guy's trying to put his own people on the course midway and i just oh yeah what was he talking about I don't fucking like when people try to tell me shit that they know when they don't know. Uh, it bugs me. So we get there, and he's a nice guy, and he's been very accommodating, and it's been relatively smooth sailings the whole time. Um, but we get there. We have we have 23 teams, so that's one for every hole, and then we've got four holes that are going to have two teams. We get there, and he's like, um... I'm, I gave him the sheet. I it strategically placed out like the HSI guys. Um, Cole, shout out to HSI for coming out to cook for everybody again. Um, a huge, huge help. Probably the best catfish you'll find. Cole was only playing nine holes, so I put him on ten. He plays the back nine. When they're getting off, he can just go ahead and start cooking. He's like, oh, I got. I'm gonna have to shuffle some of this around. I'm like what? It took me a fucking hour and a half, <laughs> like to write it up. I was scratching shit out, moving them around. He's like, Yeah, I'm gonna have to move them around. Um, I'm going to have my guys out there on 15, 16, 17, and 18. And I just said, what? And then he's like, yeah. And then I just looked. We were just standing there. You ended up walking in towards the end, I think. Either yeah. you or Bam. I think it was you. Yeah. I'm just, uh, he goes, yeah. And I just stand there. And we were quiet for like 30 seconds. I was like, it's your move because that's a problem. And I was like, he's like, whoa, what, what do you want me to do? I'm like, not that. He's like, I know we did this last year. I said, no, we didn't. And he's like, I know you have less this year than you did last year. I said, wrong again. We've got more. 
So that's two things. He kept saying, I know this, I know that. I'm like, you're 0 for 2. You don't know anything. <laughs> so we ended up getting it squared away. He had a couple teams out there. They were getting, they got off the course before we teed off. It's like, you could have said nothing to me. That, that was a bad start right there. Uh, so we got that situated. But, yeah, I, it's like, do you know we have less this year? How do you, how do you know that? Because you don't. You're wrong. I just, it bugs me. And then, and then fucking the guy at the end with, so every year I learn something. I mean, it's the second year. So each year I learn, okay, we should have had this. We need to have this for next year. Next year, we're going to have a banner that says you must be present for the raffle drawings and you can't take six hours. To yeah, no, we need to set a time too. like, yeah, before we tee off, just let everyone know if you're not back, yeah, you got five hours. It's max. your, it's your job to get back there's just no way there's no way that we all tee off at the same time and we're getting done two hours before somebody there's zero chance that that's possible if you're moving at the right pace i don't understand i'm not entirely sure why there was a log jam for a couple teams but the major three quarters of the tournament were done they were all back i don't understand what the holdup was so it's like if everybody's out there having a good time that's fine get as fucked up as you want Get back to the clubhouse in a timely fucking manner, dude. Because we, I mean, then I got people coming up to me like, hey, I got to go. Are we going to do the raffle? Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, there's people out on the course. Like, so people coming from both directions. So anyway, we end up, a couple people are still out there. It was a couple randoms that got in. Those guys doing construction that wanted to just play. They fucking took forever. That's the dude was like, where's the food? I'm like, it's been six hours, dude. (laughs) Like the food rotted. Like. So it's in my stomach. (laughs) (laughs) So we do the raffle and then we felt bad actually because Lindsay's mom won the TV twice. Yeah. And my dad won the fucking TV last year. So we're like, Jesus Christ, man. Did somebody else (laughs) win it? Um, and then fucking Zach wins it though. My God damn. And he won the picture. Uh huh. And and Miss Jen won the cooler. We just gave everything to everybody we know. Um, but yeah, so we ended up just buying Lindsay's mama TV. We felt bad. She won it twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should have went to her. It should have, yeah. It really should have. Uh, I don't know but, why we switched. Yeah, I mean, it just it was just, I'm like, God well, damn it. Well, it wasn't you. It was her. She was like, no, no, I feel bad. I was like, no. Well, Lindsay and I had the same thought. It. Lindsay and I had the same thought. We were like, we didn't even say anything. We were both like, shit. <laughs> like, my dad just won it last year. Uh, but we got it. We got it squared away. So we're all good from that aspect. But so we do the raffle prizes. We're good. Whatever. Everybody's kind of eating, hanging out, winding down. And then here comes fucking. Uh, Trouble. Yeah. Shrek <laughs> comes marching out of the fucking bar. Who's oh, in, that's where he was. Yeah. He was at the bar. Oh, this the motherfucker wasn't out on the round. Oh, my God. He was playing with his dad. And <laughs> so he was back. He was there for yeah. the raffle. No, when I went in to settle up with the dude with the ch- to pay the check. Um, he was in there like talking about his fucking jump shot. He's at the bar. He's like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, it's like this. You got to keep your elbow in like this. I'm like, the fuck? I didn't even know he was in the tournament. <laughs> Did he play football? Yeah. yeah. He's talking about a jump <laughs> shot. Dude, I don't, I didn't even know he was in the tournament. I had no clue because he didn't come up and fucking interact mm-hmm. with anybody and all of that. So we do the raffles. We're done. We're hanging out. This guy comes fucking waddling out of the bar. He's who's in charge here? And I'm like talking to somebody. I'm like, I, I guess me. Like, 
And he comes up and he, he goes, you didn't tell me that I had to be present for the raffle. They said I won. I'm like, was it the fucking TV? He goes, go take it up with Miss Tarina. She won twice. Yeah. You didn't win more than her. He goes, they said I won. And I, so we're going, I, I was trying to gauge if he was being serious or not. Like if he was just fucking around or if he was actually agitated. And then when I was looking at like your dad and his playing partner and all of that, and they were like t- telling God, like, yo, relax. That's when I was like, oh, you're being serious. Like, what the fuck? Like the way he went about it was like this, like, like, listen here. Like, I'm like, dude, I don't give a fuck who you are. Like, you're not going to come out and fucking be disrespectful and shit. Like, I don't yeah. know. I just took it if, the way I, and I think I interpreted it correctly. It was definitely like a, he came up in an aggressive fashion. So it's like, I'll always match the other person's energy. But so I tried to like, I tried to stay reserved a little bit out of respect to your dad. I didn't know if that was like his friend. So I was trying to like, and then when I realized like, they're like, Oh, take a deep breath. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And so I was like, where were you? And he's like, in the bar. So why the fuck are you in the bar? The tournament's not in the bar. You fucking dipshit. The tournament's out here. So you're in the bar. You're the reason we're fucking waiting and people are leaving. <laughs> we need to pull the raffle numbers, but you're in there in the bar working on your fucking jump shot. So. So what did he win? No, I don't even think he fucking. I mean, he. I have no idea. I literally there was don't know. two before me. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't care. So. Good for me. But. I'm glad he went to the bar. He comes out. And, and so eventually I got to the point. I'm like, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? You weren't out here. Did We didn't say you had to be present, but we didn't say you couldn't be here. So call it a miscommunication but then he was saying some other stupid shit and i ended up i remember i cut him off and i was like what's your name and he said heath and i went to go start speaking again he goes heath i said yeah gotcha (laughs) i said next time heath i'm gonna have a fuck and i swear on my life i'm gonna do it i'm gonna get it the size of the banner it's gonna be so unnecessary it's gonna be a size of the big fucking golf tournament banner i'm gonna say you must be present for the raffle drawings heath and i'm gonna put a fucking lsu logo right by it since he played for alabama back when they were (laughs) trash as fuck and nobody cared so Unless he played for Bear Bryant. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a fuck, dude. Um, Yeah, no. His name will be. I I might put in memory of Heath because I know he's not fucking coming back. (laughs) Dude, I was was fucking not happy. And then you heard him start talking shit. I didn't even hear him start talking shit. Well, no, I realized, like, I I was peeing in the clubhouse. And this was after we were wrapping up. Well, I walked out. And I could tell something happened. And I was like, oh, Christ. Well, I thought, at first I thought you were, um... You got in an argument with the other guy. No, the one who won the fucking yeah, driver. Yeah, the guy who won the driver. I'm like, what What, what are they? It's like, how is, why is it, he yeah, mad? He yeah. won the most expensive prize. No, but, and he was the first one being like, yo, relax. Yeah, like, that, he, he knew that guy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm realizing something's going on. So I'm just kind of standing around. You walk the other way. And then you came by me, started talking to me. And that's when Miss Jen and my dad walked up. Well, I just happened to look over. And I guess the guy named name is Mark, I think. He uh-huh. was trying to calm Heath down. Yeah. And then I, I was like looking over there and he was like the big guy, Heath, was like, Yeah, I don't he's like, I don't give a fuck about that chicken shit motherfucker or some yeah. shit like that. And I was like, It's oh, probably my God. for the best that I didn't hear that. Cause dude Well, when I saw it, I was like, dude, I I do give a fuck. Yeah. So Yeah. And like I'm not fucking gonna Well, I looked at you. I looked at you and I went like that. My fucking hands were shaking, dude. Because he tried to at the end they were they were trying to tell him, like, yo, relax, relax. He then like grabbed me by my shirt to like pull me in and be like, Yeah, no, we're okay. And I pushed his fucking arm off me. It's like, don't touch me, dude. At that point, like you don't get to decide now. You don't get to come up and be a fucking dickhead and then decide, like, oh, it's okay. 
So I pushed his arm off me. So he probably didn't like that. But it's like, don't touch me. Don't yeah. fucking touch me. And that's when I looked at you as I was walking to go get that walk. Dude, I was fuming. So I had I didn't even hear him fucking say anything. And it's probably for the best because it would have got ugly. Like it would have fucking. No, like if he would have kept doing something, like I was literally take about to start taking shit out my pocket. Yeah. Like, no, it was so funny because after we were talking about it, Jordan is super soft-spoken. Like he's like, he was sitting there. And because Jesse came up and was like, what happened? And Jordan's like, he started, he was like, he's like, nah, he's like, dude, he's just, he saw, he's like, yeah, Logan handled it really great. He's like, it was funny what he said about the sign. He's like, I was just sitting there waiting for a reason. He said it's so <laughs> calm. I'm like, dude, it's like, yeah, really, you can, dude, you can be big and you played football back in the day. It's like, you'll get fucked up bad. There's so many people here. You will get absolutely. Well, you're old. That too. But it's like, just like, what are you going to do? What are you going to really do? Right. There's, it's. You gonna fight everybody? Uh, not that we're all gonna jump him and fucking kick yeah, his brains yeah. out, That's but, but yeah, it's like, <laughs> I mean, but we wouldn't kill him. <laughs> well, we, yeah, we would fucking we we'd have some some uh, some awareness. But no, I was just like, dude, get the fuck out of my face. And I I, I would have said that much sooner, but I was trying to like just out of respect to your dad. I didn't know. I didn't know. That could have been his best friend for all I fucking knew. And it's like, I'm not trying to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was trying to read. And like, he caught me off guard. I was in the middle of a conversation. I was trying to read quickly. Like, is this guy being serious or not? Yeah. So, and then plus on top of that, everybody taking forever. Yeah. Oh, there was multiple like things. So that, much shit was just aggravating at that point. Yeah. No, it, it, things were just building up. It was, But all in all, like, don't let that overshadow. It was a good tournament. Multiple people came up and said how great of a time they had. And it was awesome and blah, blah, blah. All that good shit. We raised a lot of money for a good charity. It was a good time. I still enjoyed it, but yeah, there was just a couple things. There's a couple things throughout the way. There's but, always going to be a couple things. But that, but dude, the first year was so smooth. Like yeah. we, we fucked up in terms of like not getting like we didn't put enough emphasis on like like the footage side of it. I guess we put too much emphasis on our group than we did as everybody else. But outside of that, it went so smooth. Year one, there was not. I couldn't tell you one issue from the first year. So that was a. It was just yeah. It's. Probably more times than not, there's always going to be something. Right. It's just the first go round we had with it, there was nothing. Right. So, yeah, and it was just kind of multiple things. And my head was already starting to hurt a little bit towards the end of the day. So, like, I already wasn't feeling great. Yeah, it was just a bad time. But, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, Heath did me a favor. Now we'll know. You got to be present. And I swear on my fucking life, I will have a banner. <laughs> I'm going to get the biggest banner they have. And... Like my, I was like my mom was asking me about it, and she's like, "You're not really gonna do that." I'm like, "Oh no, I swear to God, it's gonna be there. I won't use his last name, but it will. Heath's name will be on that banner. <laughs> It'll say in memory of Heath." Yeah, did me a favor too. Yep. So, um, but yeah. So, like I said, don't let that overshadow. Oh, shout out to uh, I, they didn't give me a team name, but Colin Wilkins's team won. More controversy year two. The second place team thinks the first place team cheated. Yeah. Could they have cheated? Maybe. I don't know. Some fucking really good score. Um, I think the kid in their picture, the kid on the far left, I think he's a good golfer. They could all be good. I don't know. The, the other three could be good, too. The kid on the far left, though, he's got the look. Like, I saw him swinging on the, the range. The guy with the black hair. I saw him shoot yeah. at the par three for the truck. Yeah. And they would have been lucky to save par in that hole. Yeah. But... Like, so Chase's example on the par three, he said they all shanked it to the left and he chipped in from 30 yards out. Yeah, well, I mean. Could happen. Gotta see it to believe it. I literally, yeah, exactly. I don't give a fuck, dude. There's no way for me to police it. They came in with the lowest score on the, cor on the scorecard. So, 
I, I, I mean, we shot nine under. Uh, yeah, it's not like we're going to have cameras on every hole, so. No, yeah, every you, I'm prepared every single year the second place team is going to be like, that's bullshit. Oh, yeah, it was last year, too. We went, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So we went to, when we played in the Beauchene tournament, and that one, we actually cheated. We cheated so fucking bad. <laughs> we cheated. We were marking birdies before we teed off. I'm not even kidding. We cheated so bad. And the team that won came in 10 strokes better than us. I said, no fucking way. Because we didn't cheat right off the bat. We actually played really well to begin. I ended up chipping in for birdie on like the third hole. And then we started shotgunning a beer for every ball we lost, and it just got so bad. Bam was throwing up chicken biscuits. It was bad. <laughs> and we came in like, we're like, we're 14 under. And they're like, oh, we're 24 under. I'm like, what? You birdied every hole and you fucking eagled five of them? Yeah. You hit a hole in one? Like, come on, dude. Um, But yeah, nobody won the car. But they keep wanting us to win that fucking car, man. It'll be a conversation for another day. Um, all right, so a couple other things. The sport of boxing's rigged. Nothing new. We talked about it a little bit before we uh, started recording. Last week, we saw Roly Romero fight. I don't even know his name. I've seen him fight multiple times. Do you know his name? No. He's old. Roly Romero was getting beat on every judge's scorecard, and then they stopped the fight. Fucking... Who was it? Tony Weeks stops yeah. the fight. A very reputable referee. I mean, that was the biggest bullshit of all time, no? Yeah, it you, shouldn't have been stopped. But it's like, what's the explanation? What's the explanation? Like, ah, well, he's younger and he was about to lose. Yeah, that's, that's the only the explanation. We can make more money off of this guy. Mm-hmm. This guy's old. We can't have him win. So it's like, what's the point? What are we fighting for? I, I don't yeah, get that's it. the biggest problem with, with boxing is that because the best fighters don't fight each other often, yeah, it, it's a rare occurrence when it does happen that records, like an unblemished record, really matters in boxing. Yeah, they're so So, scary. like, you'll never or you'll hardly see a guy, a young guy with a couple losses who's, yeah. who's a contender. Yeah. Or, yeah, basically that's it. So, it's like even with the Devin Haney fight last night, that's what... Same thing happened there. Yeah, so that was the next one I was going to get to. Devin Haney just fought Vasily Lomachenko. I, being honest, didn't see the first half of the fight. I saw the second half of the fight. I saw the last six rounds, and every round that I saw Vasily Lomachenko won. The person that I, I was in the Discord with Ryan, and he was telling me that the first, the beginning of the fight could have went either way. He said pretty much every round he felt like could have went either way. The announcers basically um, corroborated that as well. There's no fucking way that Devin Haney won that fight. And I'm not surprised because after the fact, we were both in agreement. Vasily Lomachenko won the fight. And I said, the first thing I said was, well, boxing's rigged. So don't be shocked if they give it to Devin Haney. And they gave him a unanimous decision. The last five rounds of the fight, Devin Haney just coasted, did no damage. Vasily Lomachenko was putting it on him, had him in trouble. There was a couple times I thought he was going to fall to the canvas. There's no fucking way Haney won. There's literally no way. They they Lomachenko knew he got robbed. He said it in the ring. Essentially, like he said it without saying it. They kept trying to get him to say what they wanted him to say, and he wouldn't do it. But you knew, you knew it. Shakur Stevenson got in there and even said Lomachenko won. Landed the landed more punches. Landed more dam. He did more damage. There's no fucking way. I watched Gennady Golovkin, and we could be. I don't know where you. The first fight, Gennady Golovkin won that fucking fight. You might think otherwise. I watched that fight. I don't. I we haven't talked about it in a long time. I was so confident that he won that fight and they gave it to Canelo. 
it was, and that was another one where everybody's like, it's rigged and this and that. There's been so many fights where I'm confident I know who won the fight and then they give it to the other guy and they make it seem like he dominated. So it's like, I'm either blind and dumb or it's rigged. So I don't know. It's aggravating because I like Lomachenko. He definitely won that fight. I like Devin Haney too. He is a good fighter, but it, yeah. was, it was, it was, it was, Lomachenko was another tier whenever it came down to time to win that fight. So, yeah, no, Lomachenko, forever he was the best. The, 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 the skill level though, from both guys was top fucking tier, like elite boxing. But when it came down to it, the footwork, the head movement, the combinations, dude, Lomachenko put like a masterclass display of boxing on those last five rounds. So the fact that they don't give it to him is so, I, there's more money to be made. I'm sure if you've got Haney and you can put him up against whoever, Shakur Stevenson, does he fight Tank Davis, blah, 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 whatever. I don't give a fuck, dude. He lost. It's just aggravating. And then the announcers get up there and try to fucking gaslight everybody. And you don't know what you're talking about. You're casual. It's like bullshit, dude. Bullshit. Everybody knew it. The crowd was booing like crazy. Everybody, you know what you just saw. You know when you watched a guy just get beat up and lose a fight. Yeah, no, I saw it. Like somebody must have just made a highlight clip of it. And they were like, oh, yeah, what a good fight. Congrats to whoever. So they weren't like really picking a side but not saying it was rigged but the from what i saw i was like don't look like a good fight to me it looks like fucking lomachenko's piecing them up and everything you show me yeah so i just and then yeah i don't know i it's just get it's just old it's just another it's just another it's another example that boxing's rigged it is what it is i wasn't shocked but it's still every time you see it though it's still frustrating so Feel bad for Lomachenko. He was crying in the locker room and shit. It's like, dude, he just went to fucking war with this dude, and he fucking won. He won. Devin Haney's jumping up and down like fucking won the lottery. But it is what it is. Uh, Last thing, John Morant's an idiot. That's the last thing I have before we get to the Saints schedule breakdown. John Morant's the dumbest person of all time. Is that fair? Yeah. How do you do it again? His His... His friend on the on Instagram Live was even like, ah, shit. Like, he put the phone into his shirt. Like, yeah, I'm sure he's like, fuck, fuck. Because this dude's over here. He's got to pull it out every chance he gets. Dude, you fucking dumb clown. What are you doing? They just paid you $200 million. All you have to do is not videotape yourself pulling out your gun. Why can't he not do it? Yeah. I mean, do you have an answer? Do you? I mean, what are they talking? Is he, he suspended right now? He's gonna. Be. Oh, he's gonna do. He's so he got suspended look, eight games. I can understand the happened. other side of like, look, he's not breaking the law. No, but fucking stupid. It don't matter. But you represent the he's got brand. Got a morality clause. What do you mean? That's part of their contracts in the NBA. Is the morality clause? Go listen to um. Yeah, but somebody made a good TNT point. Where crew talk about it. They know all about that shit. They yeah. play in the NBA too. Yeah. He's got a clause saying that he cannot do shit like that. Yeah. So it's part of his contract. Yeah, I didn't hear that. That's I'm sure that's true though. Because yeah, you, you can't you can't look negatively on the brand. Exactly. You can't go and so you also now he's it's safe to say he's one of, if not the most popular player in the league right now. Every every kid yeah. wants to fucking look like him and play like him and jump like him. Yeah, play no defense and just mindlessly jump at the basket <laughs> and hope something happens. Right. Um but ultra-athletic, he's just up there jumping and like, fuck, I hope I'm like, can 
just land in the rim. He's not even trying to put the ball in the basket. He's just trying to jump into yeah, the rim. Yeah, that's how he got hurt, too. Yeah. So. No, he's an idiot. He just, it's the it's a tale as old as time. The, the hip-hop group of people want to be athletes. The rappers want to be athletes. The athletes want to be rappers. Yeah. The, the rappers, most of them, would rather be athletes. They, like, or, or, I mean, they, if either one could pick, you'd be smarter to be the athlete more times than not, unless you're fucking huge, like Drake, and, like, the top tier. Most of them aren't, though, and are not making $200 million to play basketball. So, you literally just have to not pull your fucking gun out and then do people... Like, he had that tiny-ass gun, and then he went and got, like, a little bit bigger of a gun. And if you're going to pull out a fucking Magnum or something, dude, I'm talking, like, some pull out the biggest fucking handgun you can find if you're going to pull it out. Like, make people be like, holy shit. <laughs> like, don't okay. pull it out at all. You're not a thug. Quit acting like you are. You don't know his, his past, though. Oh, yeah, whatever. You're making $200 million a year, bro. You ain't no thug. His name's fucking <laughs> Tremere. Tr- What's his name? What's his yeah. name? Yeah. Well, he's got a bit of a reputation. Oh no, a thuggish so, reputation. So that's um, his name's Demetrius. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, the problem the, he does didn't he like beat some no, kid up at a basketball yes, yes. court, and then he got his mom to. I mean, his mom got him and his friends to like got intimidate kid, a, a waiter. Got the squad to pull up twice. Twice yeah. it was at a high school basketball game as well. Got the squad to pull up and be like, "What's good?" So no, the pro- yeah, that's the problem is that there is past history outside the Pacers facility. They came rolling by. His crew put a red dot on somebody. So you've got that. <laughs> you beat up a seventeen-year-old kid and pulled the gun on him. Uh, your mom fucking rallies the troops whenever fucking somebody doesn't refill her water. So. Yeah, it's like, well, you keep flashing your gun, but you also keep threatening people with it and putting red dots on people as you're pulling past the facility. It's like, these are not the best signs that things are going well, that you should be pulling your gun out. But the real issue, I mean, that mixed with the fact that he just had a thing. He just had an incident, met with Adam Silver. He did that sit down. Like Somebody was like, I like how they tried to make Jalen Rose Oprah and like he's changed. Now you understand. Oh, yeah. That motherfucker went right back to it. He's in a car. He's in the car fucking on Instagram Live just singing. Why do you have to pull it out? Why do you have to pull it out? I don't yeah. get it. And I don't give a fuck if you pull it out. But when it's going to cost you fucking money, like millions and millions and millions of dollars. Nike pulled his shoe. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Um, he's going to get suspended, definitely. They suspended him eight games the first time, and then he came right back out and did it again. It's just so funny too. Like, on people are so quick to like screen record, post, look at John Morant, fucking mm-hmm. got him, like, barely so. I'm with yeah, it. Yeah, no, it was like the smallest oh, yeah, little yeah. like like passing by because his boy was clearly like fuck. He, they probably like talked about it before. Like, yo, just don't pull your fucking gun out. The dude just can't help himself. They're just video, and he looks out. He's like turning left or something. Looks back. He's got it. Oh, fuck, <laughs> dude. He's just a fool. He's an absolute fool. He clearly. I don't know. He kind of plays like a fool. Just fucking, eh, I'll dive at the rim. I mean, dude, it's just, I don't know. He's dumb. He's dumb. Hopefully he gets it figured out because, I mean, dude, he is good. He He's very, very good. But, I don't know. What, what What's your prediction? What do you think, what do you think the suspension is? 
I don't know. I think it's it is a touchy subject, like you said. The nightclub incident's one thing. You you not you're not supposed to have a night a gun in a nightclub. It's yes. illegal. But yes. and the car, it's different. But yeah, like Joseph's saying and and you're saying with protecting a brand and stuff like that. Yeah, the NBA has an obligation to make sure its players aren't creating. I guess whatever he's trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's touchy. I've seen somebody was like, yeah, suspend him for the entire year. Suspend him 40 games. I'm like, I mean, Jesus Christ, he didn't. Yeah. What he's doing isn't right, but he, yeah, like you said, he's not breaking the law. He didn't. Yeah. So that's where I'm not beat pa- somebody I'm up not in passion- the elevator lobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he didn't kick a poor guy's head in and dent his eye socket. Uh well, fuck him. We're about to beat and that we're case. Like, don't suspend yeah, that. Yeah, we're about to beat exactly. That's a very good point. So everybody in Memphis is like, he ain't doing shit. <laughs> Alvin Kamara and his boys out there fucked this dude up, and we're like, nah, he had it coming. So yeah. he must have said something. Yeah, I bet. yeah. No way he just fucking was an innocent bystander. Um, no way he just wanted to get in the elevator and go up to his room, go fucking get get some sleep. Um, yeah, no, I'm not super passionate about it. I'm not like, oh, he needs to be suspended, god damn it. Like, a lot of people... Yeah, but like, he shouldn't be doing... Yeah. yeah, he shouldn't be doing it. No, yeah, I'm more of just, like, whatever the NBA decides to do. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm not I'm not passionate. Like, I need to see that motherfucker gone, man. Like, a lot of these people, <laughs> like... So, like, the guy Mad Dog or whatever, he was, like, 40 games minimum. Like, I, I don't give a shit. Whatever the, whatever the NBA comes out and says, I'm cool with. But he does probably need to be reprimanded, definitely, because it's, like, you're dumb. You need to, it's not even just that, like, oh, you fucking, you keep, it's just, you should be suspended for being dumb. That should be what it says. Like, you're an idiot, so we got to suspend you until you're hopefully less of an idiot. But just go play basketball, dude. Stop trying to be something you're not. Be who you are. You're fucking John Moran. I remember in March Madness when he fucking yammed in on Marquette's center. I was like, this dude's fucking special. So it's like, just go do what you're supposed to do. Stop trying to be something you're not. And fucking... Get the fucking groupies away from you, dude. The people that are just riding the coattails. Um, he'll get it figured out. I, it, it'll probably be a, a semi-lengthy suspension. It's going to cost them with the shoe deal, probably. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they'll come back with it. They've already started the production of those shoes. They'll probably just delay it. I don't know. He'll pay the price a little bit, and then. But it's like if he comes, if it's like, oh, John Morant got in a fucking shootout at a nightclub. We're not going to be like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. Where did that come from? So it's like, yeah, you want to try to. Put the steps. You want to take the necessary steps to avoid that outcome, yeah. that potential outcome. So, yeah, whatever they do, suspend them. I mean, fuck the Grizzlies. I don't give a shit. I don't care. But I'm not. I'm not like I need to see that goddamn guy off the court and put him behind bars. I'm not like that. I don't really care that much. Um, but who got the better end of the deal, Pelicans or Grizzlies? Uh, who would you rather have? Zion, still, yeah. Badass Zion or fucking, <laughs> yeah. or fucking uh, Young Thug. Um, yeah, I mean, if Zion comes back and can, I mean, it's the final year. It's the final year. You got to do something. Mm-hmm. You got to do something or else we're like, God damn it. We're all fucking, it's like the Denzel Washington gift where he hits a fucking desk. Like he's hurt again. Uh, but yeah, I mean, somebody, I think Stephen A. Smith said, like the Knicks got the better in the deal with R.J. Barrett. Can't shoot a fucking lick, <laughs> yeah. but at least he's out there. Um, but yeah, so we'll see how that plays out, but all right, we will now, oh, last thing. Have you watched the McGregor documentary? Mm-mm. Have you, Mm-mm. you, I mean, you're on Netflix, right? Uh, I have it. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, y'all should watch it. I've only watched two episodes. I think there's four, maybe five. It's very good. It's very good. It's wild to me. Like, I mean, it's no secret. He's my fucking favorite fighter. Like, and it's, it's just, it was a mixture of like being able to see him right from the get go and like follow the whole career. And then just also the career path. Uh, like there's people like Dominic hates him. Dominic fucking despises him. And I'm just like, dude, I don't really feel like I hate anybody like to passionately hate somebody. Um, I'm sure there's some people that I'm not thinking of, but, (laughs) um, but like with that, like, like there's no UFC fighter that I'm like, I fucking hate that guy. Like Khabib. I don't, I think Khabib's one of the best ever. Like I, I really, really like McGregor, but the fact that he beat him, I'm not like, fuck that. Fuck Khabib. Um, it's a wild, it's cool to see the insight, like the injuries he had, uh, before the Khabib fight, the, the, the look after he got beat by Khabib, like Dana White came in and was like, not to spoil it, but he he was like, I didn't see that coming. Like the people jumping in the cage and like, and actually, yeah, they posted this clip all over, but he's like, he's like, I don't give a shit. He's like, I got beat when it mattered. He's like, I'm not worried about that. Cause he fucking rocked Khabib's cousin. He fucking smoked him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, I, he's like, I got beat when it mattered most. He's like, I don't give a shit about any of that other stuff. Um, and like, he was like breaking down and shit. Like, it, it's cool to see like the behind the scenes of somebody that's so polarizing and like, and super like cocky and, and whatever. Um, he had his son in the Lamborghini, like the little toy Lamborghini driving. Did you see that picture? Uh-uh. It said, um, I think it's, it said Aldo 13 S like the license plate. So 13 second knockout. Um, I thought that was a nice touch, but no, it's cool. I I don't, it's just wild to see. I mean, I've always said, I like when people can talk shit and back it up and, and just dude, that run he had was wild. Oh yeah. Like I, I don't think there's no, without him, it'd be crazy to think about where the UFC would be right now. If he never fought, like, I mean, you'll never get an answer to that, but just how quickly it like, like they showed, they were showing people in the crowd from the Khabib fight, fucking Trump, Tom Brady. Um, they're like the, the Kardashians were there. I think like the biggest of like the top of the top fucking people were there. And it's like, like it's wild to see specific people captivate literally everyone. Yeah. No, they'll never be anything like it ever again. I don't think so. He's the greatest showman yes. in all of sports history that ever. And like we've been like I've been talking to you about it. Like Colby Covington. Colby Covington is a fucking wickedly good fighter. Wild cardio. He's not good on the mic. And he's considered like like funny. He says wild shit. But when you actually like there's something to be said for the people that can just go. Like flow and then witty and not skip up, trip up on their words or anything like that. McGregor, it seemed like he just always had something in his pocket ready to go at the perfect time where you, I watched these other guys, all Jermaine and, um, who did Sterling just fight? (laughs) Cejudo. Cejudo. God, it's fucking Even when O'Malley came into, I was like, Jesus Christ, nobody just end this. It just feels so forced. It feels so scripted. It feels like they're just trying to be something that they're not. Yeah, you look like shit. Yeah. With McGregor, it was like, no, that's him, dude. That's just who he is. And you can see it like in the behind the scenes shit. That's just who he is. And the problem is all these other people want to shit on him and, and, and talk all this shit. But it's like, you're just trying to be exactly who he is. How are you shitting on the person that you're trying to be? 
Cejudo's the worst, dude. <laughs> he's a great fighter. He's so fucking bad talking shit. Like, even when he tweets and you have time to think about it, it's oh, corny yeah. as fuck. It, it's just, dude, it's everything. And then when he when McGregor went and did the, the press tour with Mayweather before that fight, wild. Dude, oh, he yeah. was just bodying him. Mayweather's a perfect example, too. It's like all this corny shit. Like, obviously, you could make an argument, the greatest boxer of all time, a legitimate argument. But he's up there, like, saying, like, form fucking form Ultron or some shit. And like his people come up and form like this circle around McGregor. And he's like, got his back. Like, it's just cor like McGregor's up there. Like you're, you're 40 years of age, like shit. And like, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, mm -hmm. you look like a clown. You're a fucking adult. And he's walking around like with, with the book bag full of money and all of that. It's just, it feels like he's, which granted he's money Mayweather and he's got a fuckload of money. So I get it. He can play the role a little bit better than most, but it just seems like they're all trying to be something that they're not. And it's just wild. The perfect combination of McGregor came up and was starching people, talking shit. Every soundbite he had, even from the first fight where he's like, Dana, 60 G's, baby. Fucking perfect with everything he said. It's wild to see like, like that's, it's wild to see people live and follow their career that'll like transcend generations. Like mm -hmm. they'll talk about him for forever. So, and to see him on the come up every fight that he had, in real time was crazy and i'll never forget the aldo fight i was so nervous i was like i was like aldo very well he was pound for pound number one mm -hmm. i was like dude we were at buffalo wild wings were you with us no were you there i don't remember remember we were sitting outside at buffalo wild wings megan was there uh alec was definitely there no i wasn't no who else was there there was multiple no. people there we waited for like four hours we had to get there early to get a table Waited so long, and he knocks him out on the first fucking second punch, technically. But first, first clean shot of the yeah. fight sleeps him, dude. I was like, oh my god, I was going nuts. Just everything, dude. When he came back and fought Cerrone, granted, I had a good good bet on him first round knockout. It's just it's wild to see how much hype's around somebody that he lost his last two fights to Poirier. If he does come back and fight Chandler, it's going to be fucking wild. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, so excited for the ultimate fighter. That, too. That one clip they show. Like pushed him in the head? No, it was they were just talking, like, oh. I guess in the UFC PI or whatever. Yeah. But they were just talking. He was like, yeah, I'm ready for a proper fight. He's yeah. like, have they told you what weight it's going to be at 185? <laughs> he goes, I'll do 185. He said, you'll do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I did see that. No, but there was another. They got in an altercation in the middle of the octagon. Like, they were face-to-face -face talking, and McGregor two-hand pushed him in the fucking face, like, hard. So, <laughs> But there apparently was something. I don't know if that was it. I don't know if it escalates after that. But Dana White said, like, he's like, ah, I made a mistake, like, like letting him get too close or something. They said, like, McGregor apparently fucked Chandler up. That's what I gathered from, like, there was a big incident where I guess he fucking cracked him. So, we'll see. But... All of that's kind of hype to build the show, I'm sure. Yeah. But the way Dana White said it, it seemed like it was legitimately like a problem. Um, but if that fight comes back, I don't even know if he's in the USADA testing pool yet. I, I don't know. If that does happen, though, after two losses, I understand one was a leg break. It's going to be the biggest fucking shit ever. Every time he fights, it's like mm -hmm. even the Cerrone fight, people were going crazy because it was the return. And they that the second episode's about that fight. And I... I forget like the time frame of everything dude that was the beginning of 2020 and they were like they wanted to stay active and then it shut down and then they even talked about they kept requesting fights and the ufc wouldn't really give them fights because clearly they want to be super selective with 
who they do it with. Mm-hmm. But he was saying they wanted tune-up fights. Like, they not tune-up fights, but they wanted to stay active and they wanted to work their way back up because he was, um, what, before Sharon? That was right after the, the Khabib fight, and he took a lot of time off. He broke his hand, uh, or he tore ligaments in his hand. They, they detail all of that. But, yeah, he comes back, fucks up Cerrone, doesn't take any damage, and they wanted to stay active. Well, then everything gets shut down. And, I mean, he never fought at Fight Island, obviously. They're not going to fight him out there. Oh, no. They would have never done that. They're just leaving so much money on the table. So they felt like they kind of, at least his coaches were talking about, it, they felt like he paid the price for that. And then, um, obviously, the Poirier shit. Um, I don't know. When he comes back, dude, that one, Michael Chandler's a beast, too. Michael Chandler's a freak. But I don't think, I mean, if it's a stand-up fight, dude, I still stand by that. I understand Poirier. Oh, McGregor's gonna fucking knock him out. That's what I'm saying. I think I, I would I would bet yeah. first or second round knockout, without a doubt. But I'm clearly biased. But on the feet, dude. I even watched. They show the Khabib fight again. They go through all of that, and obviously Khabib cracks him with the big shot because he was putting so much emphasis on the takedowns. But dude, I don't think that anybody's ever defended the takedowns better against Khabib because he's that fucking good. But if you go back and watch, people think it wasn't just like McGregor got steamrolled right from the get-go he stuffed a lot of takedowns and i think it was the third round he won the third round and he stuffed multiple takedowns started tagging him that was when khabib was tired and he he was worn out but then in the fourth same thing came out and mcgregor was piecing up but then he just got him down and he got his back and it was it was over at that point but yeah that's mcgregor's weakness obviously if you can get him to the ground but he fought the fucking best guy at it ever so it's not like it's not as bad as even Chad Mendez was a fucking great wrestler. So he's fight anytime he fought a wrestler, they were top fucking tier wrestlers, like arguably the best. Because M- Mendez he beat Aldo, didn't he? Um, I don't know. He at least fought him fucking really close. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think he just kind of gets like this. He's got this reputation of like he's horrible on the ground. He's not horrible on the ground. The people he's going up against are just elite. Um, Xander Shoffley, motherfucker. Minus four on the day, tied for 14th. So even if he bogeys, he's still top 20. Oh, baby. He is through the 13th hole. But, yeah, y'all need to watch it. I, I still need to finish it, but it's it's good. It's wild to see the, the, in-depth, um, the in-depth footage. But, all right, we're going to break down the Saints schedule and give our honest opinions of what we think our record is going to go. So last year, remember, we went game by game. Yeah. I think we should just go down the list. What yeah. do you think? What do you mean? Like, you, like whoever goes first, you read your whole schedule. Okay. Win, lo- I think that that would probably be a little bit more easier to keep up with. Because remember last time we were like, yeah, like I know Falcons, I have a win, you have a win, you have a loss. I think if we go, so I'll go first. So the way I'm looking at it is the schedule's easy. At least compared to years past. I mean, if you look at it, you've got the Panthers, which granted they traded up, but number one overall pick, they got a rookie quarterback. You got the Texans, number two overall pick, rookie quarterback. You've got the Bears, who were, where is it? The Bears were three and 14. The Colts just took Anthony Richardson. They're going to have a rookie quarterback, four and 12. Every we're gonna we're gonna get a first hand look at who the best quarterback of the class is because we're gonna find out because they're all we're playing all of them. Yeah, we play the Titans week one. Does Will Levis beat out the people? Uh, does he beat out Tannehill as the starter? <laughs> Probably not. But so I'm looking at it as 
you've got five new QBs. One of them, and really, so you got five new QBs. We of those five, we play. I mean, the Panthers and the and the Bucks are going to have a new quarterback. We play them twice. So is it Baker Mayfield? Probably. Doesn't really put fear in my heart. Um, but then you got the Falcons with Ritter. Dude, people are trying to prop Ritter up on this pedestal. Desmond Ritter's Desmond Ritter. Like, like, what are we talking about? Yeah. I'm not fucking scared of Desmond Ritter for a second. So going through it, Titans. I gave us a win versus the Titans. I it could be I, I will not be shocked if we lose week one. Typically we do start slow. Um understand it's a new regime and all of that. Titans do have questions at quarterback with what are they going to do with Malik Willis? And then uh, I, do you think they, okay, let's, do you think they release Malik Willis? They said they never carry three. Well, they'll, they should be able to trade him. Well, okay. Yeah. But they get, do you think they get rid of him? I um, guess I should have said. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think they won't release him for nothing, but yeah, they say typically they never carry three on the roster. Um, I mean, maybe it's different cause they can still use Willis in other ways. <laughs> Yeah, that's what everybody was like. He's not going to be a receiver. Yeah, I don't mean that. I mean like just running like well, yeah, yeah, read okay. option and yeah. putting him in the goal line and stuff like no, that. No, I, I think Derrick Henry. And, yeah, but it kind of like a not a gimmick, but a, yeah, spe- specific packages and yeah, that's like they, the way that's kind of what they Taysom said. Hill. Exactly, that's kind of what they said though that they, that he wasn't going to be a lot of the um, pro Malik Willis guys like. I don't remember specifically who, but the analysts were like, no, 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 he's going to be a quarterback. And every, a lot of people were like, eh, probably not. Um, I have us with a win over the Titans. They were 7-9 and nine last year. Derrick Henry's only getting older. Uh, I mean, we're going to put we, – we've done a lot to get back to our ability to stop the run. Obviously, that's a staple of Dennis Allen's defense. I think we've made the necessary moves to uh, – to make sure that we're much better this year than we were last year in the run. So I've got a win against the Titans – we go to the Panthers week two. So another thing to look at, too. One, two. So four out of our first six games are away. I don't love that. So four out of our first six games are on the road with a new quarterback. I don't love that. But I have us with a win over the Panthers. I could see this being a goddamn, um, what's his fuck, RG3 with the Redskins as he's sitting on his ass throwing a touchdown. Comes in as a rookie quarterback and beats us in the dome. We got to go on the road to Carolina. I still have us with a win there. Packers, I got us with a win there as well. We might run the table. Uh, basically, a rookie in Jordan Love. So you've got five new quarterbacks. Uh, that was one of the five, I believe, that I included. Jordan Love's obviously been there. He's got some experience late in the season last year. It's still Jordan Love. He still has to prove it for me. They were eight and nine with Aaron Rodgers. Are they going to come back in and be world beaters with Jordan Love? I don't see it. I'm giving us a win there. You go to Lambeau, not in weather conditions. I got us 3-0 to start. Then we go to Tampa Bay. I have us losing to Tampa. Week four, we lose to Tampa. No. Uh, what do you mean, no? I think we play them at home, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. It is a home game. But week four, we're playing Tampa. I have us losing. Trying to be <laughs> – trying not to make us go 17-0. But – I don't think Baker Mayfield's a bum. I don't think he's trash per se, but they do have a decent defense. Um, I don't know. Three and one to start. I got us with a loss to the Bucs. I was going to New England. Loss. Good defense. Mac Jones, I don't hate. I think um, 
we'll see how much he progresses. That I mean, it's still the Patriots on the road. So I have us three and two. Then we go to the Texans loss. No, I'm kidding. We're gonna beat the Texans. I was waiting for y'all to be like, what? Fucking love the Texans. <laughs> you do love the Texans. All right, so another rookie quarterback. So we have a win against the Texans. We go. Uh, we play the Jaguars at home. Uh, I have us losing to the Jags. I think the Jaguars, although 9-8 and eight last year, I mean, they look damn good in the playoffs. They're just more and more pieces. They're getting Calvin Ridley back. The Jaguars are going to be a problem in the AFC. I have us with a loss there. Then we go to Indianapolis, another rookie quarterback win. I don't think – I don't – the rookie quarterbacks don't put fear in my heart necessarily. Um, and a 4-12 and 12 Colts team. We'll see. I mean, that'll be midseason. They'll be able to kind of figure out who, who's projected to be the starter there. They're not even saying for sure that it's going to be Richardson, right? I doubt they're saying that. So who's going to start, though? That's I don't a, know who. Well, yeah. They Ellinger. Hired. Yeah. Come on, dude. You think by this point in the season, Ellinger's a starter? I don't know. Like, give me a bold prediction. Because you took Anthony Richardson in our bet. Yeah, against who? Hendon Hooker? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean. And who did he get drafted by again? Somebody that he, um, the Vikings? No. No, it's the um, Lions. Lions. Jared Goff, contract year. Or they didn't pick up his extension. He'll be the starter there next year. <laughs> I don't know. I hope. Um, I didn't think, yeah, dude, I don't know. I, I don't believe the Anthony Richardson hype that he's a top five quarterback. But, yeah, do you think – what's your bold prediction? Do you think Richardson's starting at this point in the season? I don't know. I mean, I've heard Week things eight. out uh, from reports and from their mini camp or whatever. They're saying he's further along than they than they thought he was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> but what the fuck does that mean? They thought he was going to be a little more green than what he is. So. Yeah. Two okay. steps ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have us with a win against the Colts. Then we play the Bears at home. I have us with another win. Vikings on the road win. Yes, they were 13 and 4 last year. We can all agree that they were of the 13 of the the top tier records. They were the worst team by far. They were skating through. We should have beat them in London. So, um I have us with a win against the Vikings. Then we go on a bye week. We come back and we got to take on Atlanta on the road. 7 and 10, but you got Desmond Ritter. Uh, we're going to have to prove that we can stop the run. They were I think the best rushing team last year. And they added Bijan Robinson. So that's a little worrisome, but I don't have us losing to the Falcons. Lions at home, loss. The Lions are going to be good. They've been moving in the right direction, 9-8 and eight last year. I think we see in another improvement from them. They keep adding pieces on the defense little by little. I think we lose to the Lions. Then we play the Panthers again at home. Bryce Young's not coming into the Dome and coming out with a win. I have us beating the Panthers. Then we play the Giants. This is a tough one. I have us beating the Giants. At home, we have a good, a nice three-game stretch where we're at home. So then we go out west, play the Rams. I have us beating the Rams. Then we go opposite side of the country to Tampa on New Year's Eve. I have us beating the Bucs. And then the final game, Falcons, I have us winning. So that is one, two, three, four. That's six of our last seven we're going to win. For a record of 13 and four. And first place in the NFC. First place in the <laughs> NFC. But I mean, 
That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to be realistic. But the best teams we play, number one, in my opinion, the Jaguars. Number two, the Vikings. Number three, the Lions. The worst teams we play, one, two, and three, Texans, Colts, Bears. We play shitty teams. The best teams we play are not like, oh, my God, put fear in your heart. We don't play any of the best AFC teams. Like, no Chiefs, no Bills, no no Bengals. And then who's the best team in the NFC? I don't know. If you had to pick one. Right now? Yeah. The Eagles are best. Okay, okay. Sorry. Who's the second best team in the NFC? We don't play the Eagles. Eagles are clear-cut the number one. Um, Who'd they play in the NFC Championship? <laughs> the 49ers. Oh, then the 49ers. But what? Yeah, but what? Who's yeah. going to even be starting quarterback? Apparently, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah I guess that's true. Just fucking yeah, good. well, it does once they get down to that fucking next tier, and then they can't do anything. Well, they no, he got hurt, incredible. too. He got hurt, too. Um, well, they're gonna. it's going to be Lancer. Or Purdy. Well, they're saying, I don't think they're, they think Purdy's going to miss the whole season, I think. Okay. I think I saw, I could totally be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they were saying Purdy's having uh, more issues with his elbow. But yeah, so I got us 13 and four. I, I think we have a very easy schedule. Call it 12 and five at worst. Yeah. I'm going over nine and a half wins, though. Yep. Okay. I got us at 10 and seven. It's a little more realistic. Um, <laughs> But it's it is interesting. The Titans have a win. I think we go on the road and play the Panthers and lose. The Packers, I have us winning on the road. Then we come home to the Buccaneers. This is one that you think we might drop. I think we we're gonna win this one. So hold on, you have us losing to the Panthers. Yeah. You think Bryce Young is gonna get it done? Yeah, they always get us. They the rookies. The, they yeah, just, we went to Carolina. I think week two. When we went to Carolina, I think it was week two. Was it? I'm pretty sure. In Carolina, that was one of our away games. Yeah, it was an earlier game. Sam Burns. But just rookies always do do us in. Sam Burns, no. No. uh, Brian Burns. Brian Burns, yep. Yeah. Who the fuck is Sam? Oh, the golfer. (laughs) Zilstra. Yeah. Um, Patriots. At the Patriots, I have us losing. At the Texans, I have us winning. Coming back home to play the Jaguars. The Jaguars, I feel like they're on the come up. I I think we're going to (laughs) lose... To them, going on the road to play, I mean, back at home to play or going on the road, on the road to play. Yeah. The Colts, um, that's got to be a win. Yeah. Just too too much too much for quarterback uncertainty there. Um, the Bears plus the Bears, I have us losing to. I think the Bears are going to be the most improved team on our schedule probably, maybe in the NFL. Yeah. I, I- Especially in the NFC, NFC North without Rodgers, the division – like we were talking about, the Vikings really weren't as good as their record indicated. The Lions are good. But, um, yeah, I feel like that's probably the second weakest division other than our own. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's a good – I don't think people are taking into account, like, the Bucks, the Panthers, and the Falcons. The best quarterback is Bryce Young, and he's not played it down. Yeah, the Panthers are second best team. But I still think there's going to be rookie struggles. Yeah. So if that's the, if I don't know how we're not a lock to win the division, to be honest. Yeah. I think it was still plus money. Oh, is it? I could it might have, be around even money or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe Bryce Young comes in and lights it up. But I just I think there's going to be rookie struggles. The Vikings at Minnesota, I have us losing. Then we come play the Falcons. I have us winning against the Falcons. The Lions, 
like you, I have us losing against the Lions, going, getting payback on the Panthers. Mm-hmm. I have us winning. You got to have a loss against the Giants. Though. And then I have a loss against the Giants. The Rams, I have us winning the final three games. The Rams, the Buccaneers, and the Falcons to finish 10-7. and seven. The interesting thing is, is that, like you said, our schedule isn't that strong. Yeah. But the better teams we play are at home. The Jaguars, the Bears, the Lions, and the Giants. I have us like 4-4 four and four at home. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I have us losing. What would you say? The Jaguars, the Lions. So I have us winning against the Giants, but I do have us. Lo- I have us losing against the Jags and the Lions, and then, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be the Titans is going to possibly be a tough one too, but I don't know. All right, what do you have, Joseph? Uh, Titans first game at home. I got us winning. The I'm like Nick on the second game with the Panthers away game. I'm going to loss. I think we win in Lambeau. We win at home, back at home against the Bucks. And we go on the road to the Patriots. I got a loss. So hold on, pause. <clears throat> y'all both, we all have us beaten Green Bay. Yes. But y'all both think we lose to Carolina week two. Yeah. I think like Green Bay said, would give us more of a, I think it'd they, be more likely, yes. week two, if, they, if it was later in the season, I could see. Like, okay, Bryce Young has now gotten more acclimated, which I don't – I think he's going to be very good. I don't think he's going to have much trouble to acclimate. But there will be – I'm talking about the Panthers. Yeah. What do you mean? They got Young. Oh, yeah, they were the number one pick. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what you – Still, <laughs> um, it goes the same way. I think the Packers could give us more trouble than the Panthers right off the bat. I think the Packers are a better team, but I agree with Nick. We always tend to drop a game. With these divisional opponents, and I don't think we're going to drop it at home. It's going to be interesting season. to see what the Packers want to do now. I think there's there things are going to offensively things are going to be are going to change a lot. They're yeah. going to want to run the ball a lot more. I mean, they should feed AJ Dillon. It's going to be interesting to see if they like because Lafer coming from the Shanahan tree to see if they they run more of an offense like the Rams used to run and the Forty ers run now. Xander Shoffley bogeyed, but he's still tied for 19th. God damn it. He said he can afford one bogey, right? Yes, but we could get two more, and then we'd be inside the top 10. Two birdies. Right. Um, all right, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. Early in the season against a rookie quarterback, he still might have those struggles. It's possible, but I don't know. I don't think we'll lose to the Panthers at home, so I'm taking that away game as a loss. Uh, Dropping one to a divisional opponent. But then uh, Patriots away, I got us losing. We call, No, we're still away against the Texans. I have us winning that game. And we come back home with the Jags. I also have us losing that game. Colts away, I have us winning. Coming back home to the Bears, a much improved team, like Nick said. I still have us winning that game. Uh, then we go away to the Vikings and the Falcons. I have us losing both of those games. Another divisional opponent. On the road, we always seem to drop them. Um, and then we come back home with the Lions. I have us losing that, so a little three-game losing streak. Uh, Panthers at home, I have us winning. The rest of the games, we went out. Panthers mm-hmm. at home, Giants at home, Rams, Bucks away, and then the Falcons the last game of the season. So what is the final record? 11-6. and six. Okay, so you got 10-7. and seven. I got He's got 11-6. and six. I have 13-4. and four. Um, I, I mean, I think Derek Carr might win the MVP. Um 
Joe Burrow. I'm, I'm placing that bet. Yeah, I don't know. It's so tough. I'm placing it. This because is the year. Like, has Josh Allen ever won it? No. He could win it. Yeah. Mahomes could win it. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like those three, it's like take your pick. Mm-hmm. And then did Mahomes won it last year, right? Yeah. yeah. Jalen Hurts could fucking win it. So, do you think there's Jalen Hurts regression? Um, I don't know. I don't. Probably so. I would think a little bit. I don't know. Because he was very good. I just think he's that good. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really don't. His running ability is going to – it helps him, right? Yes. But um, Always throwing kept. the ball, though, I don't know if – I don't think that he um he's not can elite. Keep it up. He's not he's not that top tier pocket passer like the other guys. Like the main core, Burrow, Mahomes, Allen. But he can make up for it with his ability to move with his legs. But those other three guys are pretty mobile as well. They're not necessarily as mobile. Josh Allen, you could say is. Mm-hmm. Uh Hertz is a little more mobile than Mahomes and Burrow, but they're not like I don't know. I just he's not on that they're a really good team. Whereas, like, the other guys could kind of will their team if need be. Not that Hurts can't. He is good. But I think he I think he overachieved last year a little bit. I can see a little bit of a regression. Yeah. Um, but, all right, so, yeah, 13-4 and four for me. A lot of rookie quarterbacks. A lot of who-cares quarterbacks. But I'm always typically a little more optimistic. So, what, uh, I mean, you think we win the division? Yeah, at ten and seven, I only have us. I have us going five and one in the division. Okay, so but that would have us more than like ten and seven. We'd be in the wild card. Obviously, we're not getting a buy at that. Rate. No, no. Well, so now second does second place doesn't even get a buy anymore. No. Right? It's just the number one seed. Yeah, it used to be one and two, right? Yeah, a few years ago, before there was seven teams in the playoff. Right. There's three wild card teams that get in. So spots. We will. Uh, We'll see how it plays out. I mean, I, I thought about doing some uh, college football futures, but I don't really have any. that I, I didn't look into it enough. So we'll save that for another episode. But it's not far. Football is uh, – it'll be here before we know it. We're nearly, what, nearly to June. Grind out June and July. Once you hit August, it's back. Um, Again, for everybody listening, we're on Xander Shoffley watch. Just fucking bogeyed, but he's still tied. Top 20. If he finishes – Top 20 or better, then we're alive, and then it's all on Brooks. We need Brooks to uh, hold on. One one stroke lead. He's just now teed off. He's through one. Let's uh, let's see what we can do. So, do you have anything to say before we go? Nope. Anything? All good, baby. Go ahead and subscribe to the Big Easy Bets TV YouTube page. If you would have, if you've already been subscribed, maybe you would have gone. You know what? I'll bet on Brooks Kepka as well. Twenty-one to one odds, uh, and you could have been sitting where I'm sitting right now. But we're gonna scratch and claw with Xander Shoffley. We got three holes to go. Give me two birdies. We're inside the top ten. If Brooks wins, then we're rich. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all we got. We'll be back at some point. Uh, but until then, y'all have a good one. Who that? The house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you, unless. Perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this because a little bit that I rushed. It felt like I rushed. That was good. I liked it.